0: Hello. I thought uh, since I don't have my partner, my usual partner in crime here with me, Ellie, to record podcasts, I get Emer on it. And people have actually been requesting it anyway. Saying we're an iconic (laughs) duo. I did get a message being like, get Emer on the podcast. Did you actually? Yeah, it's already gone. I did. I didn't know
1: that.
0: Uh, So, but me and Emer have probably like similar perspective. What? Similar perspectives, but also like polar opposites in terms of relationships and stuff and our types. For sure. So we're going to talk about crazy breakups. And we're both going to talk about our own experiences. (laughs) I think it's also good because um, I was just saying earlier to Emer that if it happened if the wound was really raw and new and fresh, I would have been like, fuck him, fuck him, he's the worst and kind of been single-minded about it. But I know that after a while, I can see where I went wrong and see where where I could have done better, if you know what I mean. And I think a lot of people go through that after a big breakup as well. So I can give the full... Two, maybe two sides of the story even though I don't fully understand what happened but Eamir also has a crazy breakup story too yeah because so. I
1: feel like well, you have time to analyse it like after a few years like my crazy breakup was like a good few years ago so like I've had time to analyse things and I was only telling Keelan the story like a few nights ago mm. and like I would like dabbled in a few times being like Oh yeah, this happened, this happened. And then we sat down and we like, f- I completely said everything. And you, you were in shock. Like you, no, had your, you had your hand on your mind and you're like, wait, what? It was like she was listening or like watching a movie or something. Cause me and Keelan are so interested in people's relationships, breakups, everything. Mm-hmm. I'm so interested and so intrigued. Like even when I meet people, the first question I ask is like, when I see a couple, I'm like, how'd you just meet? Yeah, yeah. Like tell me everything. Mm-hmm. And I seem like such a creep as well. But like, I want to know every detail. But my crazy breakup story, I like, so I'm going to use a code name. So I'm going to call him Rex, right? (laughs) I don't know why, but Rex just came into my mind. So I don't know where to start. Like me and Rex met uh, kind of abruptly. Like it was, I was, I was in another relationship and uh, things weren't going quite well. And I met Rex I kind of knew of him, but, and I thought he was a very pretty boy and I heard he was lovely and stuff like that. But I met him and we just like buzzed really well together. And then um I ended up breaking up with my the other boyfriend, but not for Rex, just because the other boyfriend was a douche. And I, yeah, so me and Rex then like ended up falling like madly in love and like we were like, something out of a movie so like when we first met it was like instantly we both like our favorite band was the 1975 and like we both loved the 1975 we both wanted to get 1975 tattoos we do have matching tattoos but that's besides the story but it's fine because we both still love that band I hope anyway Uh, I do anyway but uh yeah so then so like we fell like madly in love and like when I was younger, like I got into a relationship when I was 16. So I went from, and it was with someone from school. So I got into a relationship in school, then went into another relationship, broke up with that uh, boyfriend, not necessarily for the other person in school, but like I ended up like jumping ship very quickly. And I ended up getting into another relationship. So I had been in relationships like literally from when I was like 16 all the way up till I was 20. So when I met Rex, I was like, this is it he is the one for me and I didn't tell my mommy like that I had met Rex because like she kept being like you need to take it easy you need to take time for yourself and I feel like when you're at a very young age and you get into relationships it's like very hard to kind of be on your own because when you're younger you don't have necessarily like like really important jobs or like you're in school and then like you can hang out with them after school and then you have the weekends free like you don't have responsibilities so like me and Rex when we met we I think we were like I we were in college first year college and I remember I didn't tell my mommy and this was maybe like a week after we met I heard a knock on the door and I came home uh, sick from work and I told Rex that I was sick and um I opened the door and he had like a bouquet of flowers and loads of chocolates and stuff like that. And bear in mind, I hadn't told my mommy or any of my family that Rex even existed. And at the time we were having a family dinner, so I didn't even know he arrived. And he lived down the road from me as well, which was really handy. But so he comes into my kitchen with like a bouquet of flowers and chocolates. And I'm standing there really awkward looking at him going, oh, my God, you know, you're just about to walk in and meet my whole family having dinner. And they have no idea who you are. And like I was only like, what, maybe two weeks out of a breakup as well. So he walks into the kitchen like, and he was so confident and he was so charming. And like my family were just like, I'm like my dad, is like really like cool whenever I have boyfriends like you think that like the dad is gonna be the person that you're like scared of do you know what I mean mm. like you know like people are like oh god her, her dad but like my dad's like hey what's up man and like so, yeah, he's like yeah like he, but like do you know what I mean like it's like such a thing especially a movie it's like oh you don't want to meet the father mm. and my dad was even in shock and he's like the mr nice guy and he looked at me and he was like oh, who, the, who is this guy so then that happened and then He, it was around the time like when people went interrailing. So like he was going interrailing for a month and it was kind of like the notebook nearly because it was like, oh my God, we only have a certain amount of time. Now, nowadays relationships, you can go a month without seeing your boyfriend. Mm. It's not a big deal. And he... (laughs) he was like, oh, I really don't want to go. I'm, I might not go into railing. Like it was, we were so severely in love that it was nearly, it nearly made people sick. <laughs> <laughs> and... Uh, so we went railing, and it was like this huge goodbye and it was like crying and everything. And like, I was like lying in bed, listening to like fucking Taylor Swift being like, <laughs> oh my God, when is he going to come home? And then like, I get a knock at the door and I he sent me flowers from Berlin. So I was like, right, I'm going to marry this boy. So then uh, that was it. So, like maybe a few, few more weeks went by. Like we were always texting. And then he, um, I like I yeah I can't remember he was telling me like he was like staying in and he wasn't really going out that much when he was interrailing and I was like are you okay and he was like yeah I just don't feel well blah blah and then one day like I think he still had like another two weeks to go or something so we actually didn't even go that long without seeing each other Mm. and we had like maybe another two weeks and then uh, I heard a knock at the door it was really late and um, he just texted me going can you get the door? And I opened the door, and he came straight from the airport with all of his bags. And standing there, there's me bawling crying. And my mom was literally like, You've known this guy literally a month. What the hell is going on? So then that was fine. We actually stayed in a relationship for like two years, over two years. I think it was going into three. And I, like, everything was so good. Like, we never fought. Like, I never, I don't like fighting in general. Like, I'm not hot headed at all and i feel like sometimes it's like it's maybe natural to fight do you know what i mean yeah like you have to release to, some tension yeah otherwise you're building up resentment yeah and i feel like because we never fought i don't know like we net, you know those relationships or like everyone has them like my past relationships before rex And after Rex, it's like you, you, you fake breakup, and you, you, you know, you fight, and you pretend, like you tell everyone, oh my god, I think we're broken up, and then you get back together the next day, or everything's Mm. fine. We never had that. We never ever had that. Like our relationship was really, really good. And then, um, I, yeah, I, I went to, like, I think, oh yeah, so I went to Thailand. And he was meant to go to Thailand, but he didn't go just for some reasons. And it was my first time like away from home for that long as well. I wasn't even gone that long. I think I was gone like four weeks. And um, it was my first time kind of away from him. But also as well, it was my first time away from any sort of boyfriend. Because remember, I had been in a relationship consistently since I was 16. So it was my first time being away from any boyfriend for that long. I was like really nervous because like I am definitely like a very anxious person and back then I was definitely very dependent on the person as well and it's really toxic as well if you're if you're dependent on someone to make you feel good and if they're not there and you feel sad that's a huge issue in itself Mm. like it's that's that like I think that sprung from me not ever being on my own from 16 I constantly had a boyfriend to lean on or someone to like support me or like look, a- look after me not that you really need looking after but you know what i mean like everyone likes to be looked after at some stage but so i came home from thailand and things were a bit like it's not that things were weird but i noticed i like found this new form of independence that i was like oh okay hold on a minute i was on my own for four weeks i had loads of fun like i went out drinking like i was now ne- i never cried or anything obviously i missed him like so much but i remember when i came home like he came to the airport with my dad and i came to the airport and he just started bawling crying i need to burp uh. <laughs> excuse me and he started bawling crying and i didn't cry and that was that was weird for me because like i remember the whole time i was like i can't wait to see rex like i was so excited and the like me and rex as well like we were so like, involved with, like, friends. Like, we always, like, we were never that couple that, like, you know, never came out. Like, he would come out with the girls and, like, things would be normal. Like, we were never, like, isolated from people. And um, I remember I was feeling a little bit weird about it. And we went to Electric Picnic and I kind of had a conversation with him about it. I was like, look, like, I'm just feeling a bit weird at the moment. I don't know if it's just because I am feeling way more independent or what. But that was fine. We went to Electric Picnic, and like for the whole of Electric Picnic, like he just disappeared. Like I just didn't see him for the whole of Electric Picnic. It was really weird. Like we had two tents, we had a tent for our bags and a tent for us. And we ended up like always crashing in different tents. And that's what I found really weird as well. Because as I said, like I, I at the time, like I was and I still am an anxious person, like and stuff like that would make me anxious. But anyway, that was fine. And um, we got home. And then we were having, we were out for drinks, and we were having like, uh like this conversation. And everyone at the table was kind of older than me and Rex. And because obviously Rex wasn't in relationships consistently like me, like he kind of had his freedom. And I always, I always like felt, because I felt like me and Rex were like meant to be, but it was just because I was so young that I didn't have a chance to be like young, wild and free, do you know what I mean? I never got that. So I stupidly, when I was drunk, kind of turned around and I was like, oh, I'm kind of jealous that like, you know, you've kind of lived like, you've lived like a way funner life than me. Like you've gone out and like with no worries. And it's not as if like, if you have a boyfriend, you go out with worries and stuff, but it does kind of stop you from doing certain things. Do you know what I mean? Like it does, you don't feel as kind of free I mean, people could argue with that and be like, well, obviously you're not with the right person if you don't feel free, mm. but... It's a comfort zone, though. It is, yeah, and it's like you... Yeah, it's it's more just like you would pick, you know, going and having a sleepover in his over maybe going for an average night out in town, that kind of thing. Like, it's like, oh, I'm in my boyfriend's instead. Mm. And I stupidly turned around to him when I was drunk and I was with my friend Shauna and we were laughing and I was just kind of like, oh, yeah, you know, like, I'd love to see other people would still marry you and I said it in a way that it was it sounded so serious but I was kind of joking but at the time like bear in mind like I still was madly in love with him but I was just having these weird thoughts in my head and that happens like I was just I was away for in a on the other side of the world for so long that it was like weird to like get back into reality so um uh, Rex said he was going to go get a drink and I you know was waiting there and he never came back and I was like I'm just gonna go have a look so I went to the bar he wasn't there and I I think I went upstairs I said it to my friend Shauna and I think she came upstairs with me and we realized he had left the pub and I turned to Shauna and I was like he's gone he's like he's gone and then she was like surely he didn't take that seriously and I was like no no like he did and so I texted him and I was like like where are you and he was just like don't ever talk to me again and I was like, wait, what? And at, bear in mind, I was locked at the time as well. So you could imagine the emotions were just like times a million. So then I ran out of the pub and like ran down. It was in like m- like my local pub. And I ran down to the dart station to see if he was there. He wasn't there. So me and Shauna were like running around like blue arse flies looking for him. Whilst I was like, ro- like roaring, crying. So then I rang my mommy and I was like... I was like, mommy, Rex just broke up with me. I don't know what, I don't know what's going on. And she knew that it was so abnormal because we never had fights. So she was like really like, she was shocked. So she came and collected me with my sister and she drove me to her to his gaff. And I texted him and I was like, I'm outside, like, can you please? And he just blocked me, like just blocked me. And like, as I said, bear in mind, like we have like, like matching tattoos he has so many tattoos on his body to do with me like we never fought we never had anything like this so like i was literally like it was like throwing a biscuit at a wall i completely just crumbled and i didn't hear from him for like two weeks he like blocked me off everything like and i was in bed like bedridden it was like someone someone had just died i was so so upset but then in my head everyone kept telling me they were like Don't worry, like, he's going to come back around, like, because everyone, everyone's so used to, you know, hearing about people breaking up and then getting back together, especially because our breakup was quite shocking. Now, there were some people who were like, oh, I kind of saw that coming from Electric Picnic. But like, I find Electric Picnic was more of a like, we're independent and we can go and have Mm. fun at a festival. Not we don't have to be glued at the hip together. But I yes, like I was like crumbled for like two weeks or something. And then I finally got a text from him and he just goes, um, he goes, uh, yeah, I, uh, I'm sorry that I blocked you and everything. Like I just needed time, blah, blah, but we're done. And I was like, wait a minute. That's not what I thought was going to happen. And I was like, what do you mean we're done? So then, so those two weeks I really, really mourned and I was so, so upset. But then after I got the text of being like, oh, we're done, I don't know what happened. Like so, like the, a switch like flicked in me and I was like completely fine. And like, you know when people say I'm fine, but you know, they're not fine. Mm. I was fine. Now I was doing mad shit. Like I cut off all my hair. I shaved the side of my head. I started getting loads of tattoos. Now, and I don't know if that was like a, a way of expressing how I felt, which I did. I didn't know that I felt sad and that's how I was expressing it. Cause I know like nowadays, like if I feel sad, I get a tattoo and I, it automatically makes me feel better. But, like, obviously, like, he was watching this, but it was funny because maybe, like, after he noticed that I was, like, fine, that's when they come crawling straight back. So he, and I'm not saying this in, like, a malicious way in any way, because I still love Rex. I think he's brilliant. Like, I don't have any any um hatred towards him in the slightest. And he, yeah, he came, like, crawling straight back and he, like wanted to get back together so I tried and I tried and I tried and like we met up and we went for lunch we went for coffee all the time and people thought it was really weird they were like what like is that not so strange after everything that's happened and I remember one of my friends Alex she was like um I think that you and Rex are gonna meet in like a bar like in a different country someday and you'll you know maybe get back together because she was crying over it like it was such a shocking breakup for everyone because you imagine how it felt for me like I was so in shock and then um yeah like we like we tried to kind of get back together and it uh, like I just wasn't feeling it at all and then um I got a new boyfriend like months went by I had a new boyfriend at the time and I went to America and we were still texting we were still friends and then like I thought that maybe because actually funny enough I had another boyfriend and we, we broke up in when I was in America and then I, uh, I was on FaceTime to him actually the day that I was leaving America because I had to find my way home from Chicago on my own <laughs> <laughs> which was like everyone was leaving to go travel somewhere else and I had to leave to go home so I had to travel from Chicago on my own and that's like a huge ordeal in itself. And I was like facetiming him and we were chatting and he was like, oh my God, I can't believe you're, you're, like, you're coming home or whatever. So in my eyes, I was like, oh, okay. I'm actually enjoying talking to, the, to him again. You never know, maybe I needed this time. I was in a different relationship, like months went by. And then I got home. And by the time I got home, he had a new girlfriend and now they're supposedly engaged. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's my favourite part of the story. <laughs> and now they're engaged. Eva forgot to tell me that. You told me this whole breakup story yesterday and then this morning you were like, and now they're engaged. I was yeah, like, what? I thought she was
1: joking. No, now they're engaged. I just find- and Eva has another ex. <laughs>
0: like, and
1: I have as a-, a child. Yeah, and, <laughs> I, and my other ex, sorry, bear in mind, my other ex who... I, who we broke up in America, he now has a baby.
0: He has a baby. <laughs> he has
1: a baby. Your your stories are probably a lot more intense than mine. He has a baby.
0: <laughs> and
1: uh, thank Jesus bloody Christ, it's not my baby. But like, yeah, I just, oh, I don't know. Like, it's just, uh, like, it's, I don't know how to describe, but it's just mad as well when I, when I analyze it like that. Like, I have, I don't say a bad word about Rex, ever. No, you never have. I've never said a bad word about Rex, even though, the way he broke up with me like that like people lose their shit when they get broken up with i went absolutely insane yeah. when i was broken up with yeah yeah people Her. lose their shit but for some reason and it's so funny because it it was the it, it was the boyfriend that i definitely have the have and had the most love for it was nearly not the easiest breakup but it was like it was two weeks of feeling shit. And then I actually just like pulled my pants back up and got on with life. But like, I've had boyfriends who, you know, we were going out for uh, like four months and I, it took me a year to get over it. Do you know what I mean? And it was like, I I don't know. I think it comes from, he was not a narcissist. He was a lovely boy. Cause fucking most boys are narcissists, aren't they? No, and girls, boys and girls yeah, are, yeah. Nar- are narcissists. But like, um. Well, like I didn't really know what a narcissist was until I went out with one, but- um, And then I explained to you after, I was like, that that's because he was a narcissist. And then all, it was like, bing, <laughs> bing, 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 bing. All the lights went down. Was I sending you the trauma bonded videos? Oh, oh yeah. everything. Now, every time Keelan talks about a boy, I'm like, he's a narcissist. <laughs> and I'm like, I use, Keelan teaches me words, right? And I use them without knowing what the hell they mean. <laughs> Like, she was correcting something that I wrote there the other day for someone. And what was the word? Um, you used analyse, like, ana- six times, but, like, in the wrong in analyze, the wrong context. Analy- did I mean to say analysis?
0: Yeah, but, like, you weren't using it in the wrong... You were, you were trying to say about how the government dictated what opens uh, before, after lockdown. And you said the government analyses what gets to open But you were saying, you were trying to say, like, they get to decide.
1: Yeah, see, that's the thing I pick up on words. Like, I start saying words that Keelan has said, and then I don't know actually what they mean. (laughs) So I have to be really careful. But, like, she completely explained what a narcissist is. I kind of had some idea. I actually follow a narcissist support group on Instagram, which is very good if you're ever feeling down about that. But, yeah, I don't know. I think it's just weird because I've, I've never said a bad word about him. But that was probably the most traumatic time of uh, like traumatic breakup but in the same way like I still have so much love for that person which the breakups that you know maybe the relationship that lasted like three months or something like that and they were horrific I can't stand them but it's the person that I love the most who broke my heart Mm. I still have like love for them and I'm like oh my god like I still think think the world of them May I add as well, what I don't understand about boys is, like, me and Rex, we never deleted each other on Instagram. Like, we never, um, like, unfollow each other. We never, nothing like that. And, like, the minute he got a new girlfriend, it was like, delete, 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 delete. Which I just don't understand. It's like, what's the point? But that's probably coming from her part, especially if you have matching
0: tattoos, she might feel... Intimidated Intimidated or something. Yeah. Which I can kind of empathize with.
1: Yeah. Oh, for sure. Because, like, he, like, his... Like, when I started tattooing, like, he... I did my first tattoo on Rex. And he had, like, his whole leg was tattooed. Mm. Um, But it's just so sad as well. Because it's, like, when you share so much love with someone and there was never as i said there's nothing that i look back on on the relationship being like oh well this was that. obviously i'm not saying it was fucking daisies and roses all the time like we yeah of course we bickered and we fought but like there was nothing like obviously like i can be an asshole i'm sure rex was an asshole as well but there was nothing that like i analyzed and was like did i say analyze the right right way yeah yeah we'll finish the sentence okay there's nothing that I like when i analyzed a relationship (laughs) did i say that right (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) okay nothing when I analyze a relationship there's nothing that I would be like oh that was so wrong like blah blah and it's just so sad that like it's true I guess that like you can't really be friends with your exes, if you were in love with them, yeah, you just can't, yeah, because obviously there's new girlfriends or this that and the other, but like it's just not possible because like you think at the at, like at the start when you break up you're like oh yeah we're still friends we still do this we still do that and then what a new girlfriend comes around and then they did block you from everything mm. after you doing nothing wrong do you know what I mean I mean I mean obviously what I said it must have hurt Rex in some form and like I severely tried to apologise in you know those two weeks but like. Like obviously, Rex is having none of it. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. I think that was, like, the craziest, like, breakup because it was just so, like, you know what? Probably, it, you know, and not that it would make it easier, but when someone, you know, fucking cheats on you,
0: yeah, it's nearly it's more... easier
1: to just go yeah, it's easier. like Culture. I think about Rex all the time like mm. I, I would think about Rex all the time he would pop into my mind with like, even certain words that I'd say and stuff like that now I'm not saying I'm still madly in love with you Rex like nothing yeah, yeah, yeah. like that it's not like that at all but I still have so much love for this person and it's like it's so sad to know that you spend so much time with them and they probably don't even know what you're doing right now they, oh they... he definitely does which you her, my instagram not on private so i'd say he yeah. has a little bit of a, a little sneaky a, peek. Little a, little sneak, peek. a little sneaky peek, a little sneaky peek at peek night knee. you know what i mean yeah absolutely um but yeah i'd say that was the most like tra- like not trauma i had i've had tra- way more traumatic breakups with narcissists <laughs> <laughs> with narcissists um they don't deserve the airtime no they do not even deserve no because they'd probably love it oh they love, love it ah oh, they'd fucking love it <laughs> <laughs> they'd fucking love it now hi <laughs> i'll tell you laughing no hate. i'll tell you laughing no hate. but yeah i think that was the most bizarre one as well that it was just like it doesn't make sense it made no sense yeah and then things went through my head and i was like maybe he's gay i think that's like your that's your go-to yeah like, i know just, when i, I, I talked know. about my breakup
0: she was like maybe he's gay but i got that off a few people like yeah. a good few people said that because to me because it just didn't make sense your
1: breakup doesn't make sense like it Yeah, it still, still doesn't make sense to me. I, I, it runs through my head, like, sometimes when we talk about it, I'm like, it still doesn't make sense. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, like, the way, and as well, what's really interesting about Keelan is I find that she, like, I could have, like, a fling with someone, right? And it wouldn't... <laughs> that long or anything but I could be like utterly obsessed with that person and like I would be absolutely like heartbroken when it ends like I think actually I'm as I get older I find that I am deaf I definitely get more heartbroken over the sillier things that's why me it's interesting because me and Gillian have a completely different look on like, relationships yeah. in that way. Like, you... The way you dealt with your relationship, and I look at you now, and I'm like, how the fuck are you sane? Like, I would have shaved my head by now. No, I so, was.
0: I did go insane. Yeah.
1: But you didn't know me but then, like... That's but true. Yeah. But you still... Like, I don't know how to describe it. Like, I... It took me a year to get over my last boyfriend. Mm. And, like, I don't even... I actually don't even think about him anymore, thank God. But... It took me a year to get over a, a relationship for of four months, right? And then there's you, and you're so like you're fucking beaming. Am I allowed swear? Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm. I'm. You're beaming, and you just you like nothing phases you. Like, do you know what I mean? You're so it's it's it blows my mind mm-hmm. because if that was me, I would have changed my name move to switzerland and shaved my head <laughs> like, you know what i mean so dramatic i'm so dramatic as you can as you can tell so i was dr- dramatic at the time though but that you you're so like i don't even know like i if i a few drinks in me comes i vomit out oh i still love this that the other you don't do that like you're so fine do
0: you know what i mean yeah i, I tend to bottle things up though maybe yeah I would just not talk about it. Yeah. Even if I did feel a ter- certain type of way, I'd just be like, put on a strong face.
1: Yeah. But I can see straight through.
0: Yeah, me. she can see through me now. I can we see had one night, it was like one of our first nights here and we mm. played, we're not really strangers. She was like, what's one thing you're lying to yourself about? And I was like, Then I'm not over it. And she was like,
1: I know that. I know that I can <laughs> see straight through her. But in a way that, of course, like there's aspects of things that you're, you're not going to be over. Yeah. It's, it's it's only human. If you, like, if you can get over something that Quickly, you're a sociopath. Yeah, there's something
0: wrong. Like. Yeah,
1: there's something wrong because you're only human. At the same time, mm. but what I find so amazing with Keelan is that, like, even if she does have like you know flings, with, like obviously when you have a fling with a lad at the at the start, you're so like infatuated and you think they're the best thing ever. It's just like, but mm. like if things come to an end, Keelan doesn't dwell over it. Do you know what I mean? She accepts it and yeah. moves on. But people who like I I
0: felt worse from rejection previously in my life, but there's no point in dwelling on potential because basically you were just building up fantasies in your head rather than... mourning over the actual relationship you're mourning over the fantasy that you made up in your head yeah Than reality yeah so that's why it was easier for me to get over yeah you just like tell yourself that all the time and doing the tarot cards
1: and doing the tarot cards sure <laughs> look sure listen the and the horoscopes and all that jazz mm. yeah i find though nowadays what really frustrates me about men and women is like especially the age we're at Mm. i think the age like you're 23 i'm 22 23 in february but i find what frustrates me is like you could have such connection with someone you could be having the best time and they're like yeah i like you you like you like them and then it comes to a stage where it's like oh but i i'm not looking for a relationship
0: it's so much harder when once you get older, though everyone has walls up, mm. and there's so many more responsibilities, and everyone's gotten hurt before, so they have their guard up a lot more when you're older. Yeah. So they're less willing to say "I love you" as quick, or you know, dive head straight in because you know there's obstacles in the way, and they can see that and like foreshadow the future. So that's probably people are less willing to jump straight into things when you were when you were younger.
1: Yeah, and I find as well, it's it's way more difficult to f- like not find a relationship because you shouldn't what my friend Kim told me is do not seek and you shall find but it's like when you were younger it's like mad you know you you, um, you were in loads of relationships when you were younger yeah and so was I and it, it was so easy to find mm. someone and just be like okay we're going out now but now the world is just so complicated well no but when you were younger you were less
0: you you were less aware of what your actual type was and you were more willing to just accept anyone for who they were because you were so it's like you were hungry to be loved yeah. and also the people who you're with were circumstantial. So, for example, like the guy you were with lived down the road from you. So that's like easy. You're having sex. So to you as a young person's mind, you're like, OK, they have X, Y and Z. That's perfect for me. But once you get older, like you want someone who has ambition, someone who's nice to you, someone who can make you laugh. And so you like start building up your standards. And that's probably why it's harder. It's not necessarily that. It's harder to find people because I know from being friends with you so many people are interested in you and so many people like you but if you were 5 years younger you probably would have accepted that love and just gotten into a relationship because you wanted to be with someone or you thought that being in love with someone was just being loved by them. Buying on. Yeah, so that's Buying prob on. it's not that there's less people it's that you have your standards higher and you know what you want.
1: Yeah. Cuz I'm de- like me and as I said me and Keelan are completely different and I have OCD so I Com- completely obsessed over the stupidest things and I mm. analyze things so much which it, it does it affects relationships wise it affects not necessarily the person really at all because I wouldn't show it the, the person how I'm actually feeling um but like it would de- it definitely affects me a lot with relationships and then I think that's why I get so upset because mm. it's like I think as well from you know being so severely in love when you're younger and like getting Tattoos like like marks on your body for the rest of your life, and I see it every day, and it reminds me of it every day. Yeah, don't regret it in the slightest, but it's like being so like so so loved when you're younger, and thinking you had the most perfect relationship. When you get older, it's that fear of it's like, am I ever gonna find that again? It's like that's that kind of fear that I have. I think that's just purely from. Being in that particular relationship because it was so good. Mm. And it ended for no apparent reason. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, was like lack of closure. Not really any closure, to be honest. And it just, it just ended. And like, as I said, like, you know, Rex wanted to get back together. And then I didn't want to. Yeah. It made no sense. Mm. But the love is still there. And it's still, and yeah like it's still there and it's I mean if I saw Rex I would probably shit myself do you know what I mean Mm -hmm. it that I'd be terrified if I saw Rex out yeah but it's I don't know I think that like for me I find with like relationships nowadays it's like a lot of people are say using hinge using all these dating apps and they're finding people on these dating apps and they're with them for I don't even know how long. And I'm like, how the hell I'd like, how have you been able to maintain a relationship, say, from like a dating app or like just meeting someone? And I couldn't maintain that relationship. But th- this is just me venting now. This is like a therapy session. <laughs> this is like a therapy session because I'm like, like if the love was so strong. And I, sp- I think because when you're young, you're so vulnerable as well. But it's like what this is. What age am I now? I'm 22. This is this ended when I was like 20, 20, mm. yeah. So two years now, and I'm still like not over the fact that i don't think I'll ever find that type of love again. But I'm just being dramatic. Obviously, I would find. I will find. You will. You will. You. I will. You will. You will. I
0: will. You will. You will, you will. you Will. Of course. Of course, I will, Of, course, course, of, course, of course. course. You haven't gotten to know anyone
1: enough yet to feel the type of love. Yeah, and it's easy to compare as well. Oh, when so, you've so been easy. Been in so many relationships, like yeah. That's my fear as well. It's like whenever I start seeing someone new, I start comparing, which is the worst thing ever. But like luckily enough, like I haven't been like I've been single for like a year now. Like I've had things on and off with people. And like there was someone that I really liked like ages ago. And that was probably the first person that I didn't compare with. And I feel like when you start comparing, that's when the bad vibe starts. Yeah, that's when
0: you know you don't like the person enough, probably. Yeah. If you're comparing everything to you. Yeah,
1: do. no, I didn't compare with this person. That This this person's a fucking legend, but emotionally unavailable. Like, rest and rip. That's like every single other person under the sun. <laughs> emotionally unavailable. <laughs> They're not. You just haven't found them yet. mm Mm.
0: You do have to stop looking. Like I actually spent for, like two days ago. I was like, I don't want a relationship, and then I have like three people on the go.
1: Yeah, literally this is the thing like keelan like she's like no i don't want a relationship and then like she's like yeah i have like three dates this week like blah blah and i'm like where do you find these people (laughs) where do they come from because like there's me on fucking hinge like oh my god i'm joking no i'm not that (laughs) i sound like a desperate bitch like i'm not i'm not actually that desperate because i think when it actually comes down to it i i think i'm actually terrified of relationships in some form yeah from but like it's so much pressure But I do think as well, it's so interesting, like, coming across people, you know, in, like, long-term relationships from, like, Tinder and Hinge. Reverting back to what I said earlier, like, I think it's mad that, like, you can find someone on on the internet. Like, I know know. loads of people in relationships, Mm. like, long-term, that I've met on Hinge and Tinder and stuff like that. And if there's such a... Is the word stigma? Yeah. There's such a stigma around... tinder and hinge like people get embarrassed about it Mm. i don't get i don't get that
0: yeah like if in modern day people work nine to five there's a literally a pandemic you physically cannot meet people so i don't understand why there is still a stigma around it no like personally it doesn't suit me at all i just don't know i just i'm literally socially inept i just can't do it so i always have to meet people at parties or like three friends which has worked out for me Mm. but it just happens by accident i suppose but maybe I just believe in divine timing too much where I'm like, I believe the universe will give this, give this to me. So mm. I just let allow it mm. rather than looking for it.
1: So. You, what about your relationship story? Oh yeah. 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 Keelan's relationship story blows my balls. It's going to blow the bollocks off you. It's going to blow
0: the bollocks off you. I actually, you know, when something traumatic happens, you see you black, black it out. Yeah. Yeah. Literally. I feel like that has actually happened to me because I don't know if I can put this together properly, but I'll start from the beginning of the relationship. So. He slid into my DMs. Everyone's going to know who I'm talking about, obviously, because they have followed me. No, we're going to name him Bryson. Yeah, Bryson. So Bryson slid in my DMs. I remember I followed him first uh, because he, I'm not going to say what his job was, but anyway, I saw that he did this thing and I knew, so I followed him. But when initially when I followed him, I thought he was gay. Oh. Yeah. But I found out through a mutual friend. He No, he rep- then he followed me back like two months later. And then he was living in France at the time and like texted me replying to my story. And he was like, oh, your dad's Sean Moncrief, whatever. And I was like, yeah, lol. lol." And then that was it. But I'm pretty sure he was in a relationship at the time. And then we never talked for, we didn't talk for a few months then. Um, And then I didn't know he was in a relationship at the time though. So I asked a mutual friend to find out if he was gay or not. And they were like, no, he has a girlfriend and he's straight. I was like, okay, okay, okay. Okay. So then he started replying to my stories, but I was seeing someone at the time who lived in Berlin. (laughs) And then the guy who I was seeing in Berlin got with a Gucci model, like basically like started seeing this Gucci model and was like, I can't see you anymore. I've met someone else. And I was like torn up about it because obviously she was a model, literally a supermodel. She was so fucking hot. So my self-esteem was tarnished. And then I remember getting back from Berlin and just being like, okay, fuck it, I'm going to go. And this guy, we were doing, the guy who texted me, Bryson, lived across the country. So I was like, okay, I'm going to come stay in your house. I was like, fuck it, I thought this would cure me. And keeping in mind, it takes me so long to start liking someone. Like, I, if even in initially, if I'm not sexually attracted to them, I know from past relationships that I could develop sexual attraction so that's why I like keep stuff going just to give them a chance which is like probably unique in some cases because I don't know a lot of other people who are like that but anyway I met him initially um I suppose to try try kind of rebound I suppose and I remember leaving the situation he was so nice we had such a buzz we got on really well I remember leaving the situation I was on the bus back to Dublin and I was like I'm still thinking about this Berlin guy (laughs) fuck I'm still not over it and I just felt horrible and then so I was still trying to, like, see other people. But I was really getting along with Bryson. I was like, okay, I'm going to keep this going. And then there was a couple things where, like, he was an hour late to a date we had because he fell asleep. Bryson. Bryson. This is, like, literally in the first month I knew, knew oh. him. So, like, the red flags were there. I should have yeah. known. Um, But as, uh, as the relationship progressed, I just realized he literally has a sleeping problem. Like, he just sl- slept, like, 16 hours a day. A and, it, and it was one of those things where I i think one of the things that i fell in love with him for you know like weird flaws that people have where i'm like oh that's so cute i would see i you know i thought it was endearing for some reason and just because it it was kind of chaotic energy and obviously no one's perfect so i it was one of the things that i fell in love with him when and you fall in love with people for their vulnerabilities as well not for like their positives so anyway um our dates went on progressively and then he was having a few gigs in Dublin. So then me and my friends would like get be on guest list and I'd be really drunk and having such a good time. with My friends, all my friends really liked him because he'd be having such a buzz with them. Um, so it was a situation where it was like a mutually beneficial relationship at the time because all my friends knew who he was, they got along. Um, I started meeting his friends then. I was coming back and forth from where he was from. And the thing what was unique about this relationship from my past ones was my t- past two boyfriends because they lived so close to me, we'd spend like five days of the week together and always have sleepovers i'd always be in their house but because this relationship was long distance i wasn't so inclined to please them all the to please them all the time, so my other every other aspect of my life was like completely thriving I was doing really well in college my job was doing really well um actually in the midst of this I lost my job in Urban Outfitters but then I started a new one and I was like working all the time doing really well in college and I was like editing videos um to and from the bus down to see Bryson so I was feeling like really productive and everything was going great so I thought that he was a really good influence on me and I was like we're both doing really well in our careers he was in final year of college and uh we were both basically just like yeah really headstrong and working hard but then seeing each other two days a week maybe so then the time that we had together was so precious and we would never fight and it was so passionately intense that you know any moment we had together was spent the best way possible even if we were just lying in bed together or if it was like lashing rain outside and we're like running to the shop in the middle of the night to get sweets and I'm I really um like if I love someone it's like one hundred percent I'm really deeply passionately in love with the person, and I remember over the what um my love language is like words of affirmation as well, not really affection or access well sort of access service as well but not necessarily really affectionate but more like words of affirmation so I like when people tell me I love love letters I love poetry and that sort of thing but he was like I'm not writing your fucking poem so he would sometimes he was really bad at at sleeping like I said so he'd be like up all night and then sleep all day so sometimes texting each other like we wouldn't be awake at the same time but sometimes I'd wake up with like essays from him on my phone about how much he loved me and um (laughs)
1: oh no, <laughs> and, um, <laughs> keep going, you can do it, um, you
0: can do it, so yeah, so that was really nice to wake up to, and then we'd like go the day without talking to other, so we'd be able to like work really hard, so then after a few months, I was like, fuck it, let's just move in together, which was like the worst idea ever, because I had no job lined up, I was like, I'm gonna start my own vintage shop. Um, which was really hard because I had no idea how to be my own boss. And then I'd get the odd sponsorship, but he was, like, really supportive. And he'd be really financially supportive if I was ever, like, stuck for money. Um, Do you want me to roll you a smoke? Yeah, please. Okay. Um, so, yeah, it was fucking, like, it was going really, really well. But then it got kind of bad when, uh, after a while, I we got so dependent on him because I moved in with him. So all my friends were through him and I didn't really have my own friends, I didn't have my own independence, I didn't really have, like, a path, or, like, where, where I wanted to go in life, I suppose, um, so then there would be times where he wanted to go to a party that I didn't want to go to, and then I'd be upset if I was on the house on my own, because I'd realize how lonely I was, I suppose, and then there was times where he was, like, touring the country doing gigs, and I'd go with him, and then there was a time where I like rolled over in the bed it was after a year of being together and keeping in mind we didn't like fight at all but I would just get upset sometimes if I wasn't getting enough attention which I suppose was my own problem like I it was my own insecurities um but there was a time when we were like in a hotel one time and there'd be girls messaging him constantly and girls messaging me all the time because of what his job was loads of girls being like oh your boyfriend's such a fake and all which usually you take as a, a compliment but because my self-esteem was so low and I was so dependent on him and I didn't really have my own yeah I didn't have my own independence at all I would just be I would see it as such a threat like he could leave me for any of these people because like oh, I feel like a piece of shit yeah. um so yeah there was like girls t- messaging him all the time like even girls being like if he was playing a gig that night saying, oh, I can't wait to see a sexy boy and can't wait, to, oh, do you want to fuck tonight? And asking him to fucking um, play at afters in their houses and shit. It was really weird. And then there was a time where we were in a different county and uh, a girl who literally asked me for a photo in the smoking area and then she turned over to him and she tried to gob him, like straight in front of me. And I remember just being, ups- like he obviously pushed her off and I was like, what the fuck are you doing? But there was times then where, like I don't know if I was being paranoid but there was loads of times then where he was like texting girls but like not telling me about it because we lived together I would tell him if like guys were trying to flirt with me not in a kind of trying to threaten him way or like tit for tat but just to make him aware so if he ever saw me or if I was logged on my Instagram on his phone that he wouldn't be like why the fuck you like what's going on there so you would just have to have like really honest and open communication which he was like a big advocate for as well would always be like oh open communication blah 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 and then eventually, um, we were both planning to move to London together because I got offered this really good job here. Um, Do you have, do you have an ashtray or something? You can use that. It's water, though. Yeah, just, it's fine. Um, and then, um, yeah, so I got offered this job in London here. And he was like, yeah, let's all move in together. He was going to move with his best friend, his new girlfriend. So I was like, okay, class. So I moved back to Dublin to save money. We both moved home because we were both planning to move country, obviously. And, uh then lockdown happened and obviously he lost a lot of money lost all his gigs but for some reason like my career was just going the complete opposite direction I'd obviously gotten offered this really good job here I was getting loads of sponsorships so I was making like an absolute bomb and so he was obviously having a hard time and maybe I wasn't supportive enough because I was just like too distracted that I was like shocked that my career was actually going well and uh I remember he was really upset and he felt like he had nothing to do and he felt like he wasn't being productive and stuff. So I bought him <laughs> I bought him a PS5 and sent it to his house, which like now looking back on it, maybe that like emasculated him a bit.
1: Maybe, yeah. Because-
0: that I was like here and I offered to like send him money loads of times yeah. and he was like, I have nothing to spend it on. So there's no reason. But for some reason, like I was so paranoid that he was going to have a breakdown and break up with me. So I was like, here, will you take money because I don't want you to be resentful if we ever break up that you were so financially supportive when we were together. Um and he was like, "No, not at all. Like we're in this together, blah blah blah." He loved like he was always like communicate with me if there's ever a problem." And I was like, "Okay, absolutely." And then as things started getting worse where he was like more and more upset and every single day he had like nothing good to say and he was always saying like, "Oh, everything is going shit." And then eventually he started saying, "I can't move to London with you. I don't have any money." Uh, we're, I don't know how long we're going to be in lockdown for this is not going to work out I have nothing to do in London I want to stay where I am I want to stay in the county that I am but I was obviously still planning on moving and I was like okay yeah that's fine but kind of fighting it, fighting it and then eventually he just stopped replying to me on Instagram uh, or, and then I tried to call him a few times and he wouldn't answer. And keeping in mind, we're in lockdown, so obviously, like, queen of overthinking, I'm self-employed, so, like, I don't have anyone to answer to. So all I was thinking is, why isn't, why isn't he texting me the one person I love most in the world? And keeping in mind, like, because I was so dependent on him when we lived together, I was so uh, drawn to him for my validation. So if he wasn't giving me the attention, if he wasn't saying I love you back, and if I wasn't getting any attention from him, I wasn't worthy of anything. I was like, I'm a p- back to being a piece of shit again. Even though I was like, I got everything I wanted. I was, whatever, fucking getting subscribers and sponsorships and all this shit. And uh, I still like just felt absolutely shit. And then one night when I was really drunk, I texted him and I said, if you don't wanna talk to me, like just don't bother ever talking to me again. And this was the only time he had replied to me and I'd say, oh, definitely over a week, maybe two weeks. And he said, oh yeah, okay, that, yeah, that's grand and then I tried to call him straight away, and he had blocked me on everything, so I deleted my Instagram, and I deleted my YouTube, all my YouTube videos, um, yeah, so I basically just deleted everything, and for a week, I just didn't go on my phone, and I remember trying to call him over and over again, I sent him fucking dissertations, like English paper two. I think I sent one by email, like I was that like the psycho ex-girlfriend trope like the classic like he because he blocked me I sent him a fucking email no I don't think I actually did I think I sent him a Facebook message and I sent him something on WhatsApp as well and I remember he didn't see it for like six hours I was up all night screaming crying and uh, he replied being like don't worry I won't remember all the good memories we have smiley face but like my messages were like I'll always love you you're the only person i ever love and stuff mm. and um
1: take a minute <laughs> Don't it's, ruin it's those not re- gorgeous sparkles on your <laughs> eyes.
0: Where I literally have a date tonight, like fuck this. Um And I never thought anything bad of him. And then uh as time went on I started realizing because I was talking to my friends a lot after the what happened. He was basically, yeah, so that I took that as like, we were broken up then. So I was like writing, I got my Instagram back then eventually and I was like writing poetry about it. I was making YouTube videos just talking about my feelings and like not really saying anything mean about him. And I remember he called me one night and uh, he was just like, I don't love you. I, oh, as well, at the same time, when I had my di- Instagram and stuff deleted, I was writing him a letter to his house every day, like just saying how much I loved him and how I was feeling and stuff and like memories that we had together. And uh, he never replied to any of them, but um, I would leave my address at the thing, even though he knew my address obviously. But I'd leave, and I was like, I don't respect, I expect you to reply at all. But if you want to, like, here's my address, and I'd send him like pictures we had together and stuff. And uh, I sent him his clothes in the post and that sort of thing because I was just taking it as like he, we were broken up. And then he calls me one day to say to stop sending him letters and that he doesn't love me anymore and to basically leave me leave him alone. Um. So I was like, okay, grand. And then he was like, "You never a- in their letters. You never asked me how I was, and you net like all you did was ask for your stuff back." And I was like, "Well, you completely missed the point of me like saying how much I love you." And them, I don't know, um. But obviously, he was in a lot of pain as well. But we both did deal with emotions differently, um. Or like I during that time, it was like a month of me. I would have taken him back within an instant. Like even how it ended, like I he would have said, "Fucking, let's move to Iceland together," and I'd be like, "Fucking yeah," um. And then after a while, after talking to my friends and when I made so many friends after lockdown in Dublin, I realized that he, maybe he wasn't actually that nice to people. And I I was just absolutely addicted to him. And I like would look with him for validation all the time. But there's obviously something missing there where he's like lacking empathy, where he sure. couldn't talk to a girl who like literally I worshipped the ground that he walked on for a year and a half. And he couldn't even tell me why he fell out of love with me um, or like say why he, it was so easy for me to like to forget me. Um, so yeah, uh, that was basically it. I n- still never heard from him again. I saw him. I went back to the county that we lived in together and I like went to see the old apartment we lived in and um, I saw him on the road once and he just turned the other way and I like went to say hi to him and he has a new girlfriend now, so...
1: See, things like that, that, like, this is why I find Keelan is just so inspiring in that way. Because if that was me, like, I don't know what I... I'd say... Your man, Bryson, would probably have a restraining order against me. (laughs) But I would, I would. Now, I know you were in lockdown. I know, like, obviously, when you're in lockdown, you know, you have to deal with your emotions. You can't just go out on the piss. You can't just go out on the session, meet new people, get with people. You can't do that. So, in a way, it's nearly a blessing in disguise because you got to, you really had to feel what you felt. You couldn't disguise it. And that's what a lot of people, you know, a lot of people down the line, you know, They'll go out on the piss and they'll drink and they'll do stuff. And then months later, it, it hits, hits them yeah. and they they lose their mind, which that's why I find with Keelan like it's it's actually like, I'm so happy you're talking about it so openly because there's probably so many people out there who's experienced the same thing. Like even no matter if it's a long relationship or a fling, there's people who have been treated like that. And they they probably are still sitting there being like, but why And those questions but what i find with keelan is she doesn't sit there and and still dwell and go but why maybe obviously you know late at night everyone has thoughts everyone you know it doesn't like things can come into your head but you 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 get up and you go about your day and like in anything you've blossomed from that yeah yeah because you you're you're so confident and you're like you I think as well, looks wise, everything you got you got it all going. <laughs> but on I think for because you. I didn't get closure and he didn't he didn't tell me
0: why he fell out of love with me so easily, I had to guess for myself. So I basically put down on a piece of paper what is everything that is maybe dis dislikable about me. And then I just improved it. So that's why I feel like I'm a better person now. Because I was like, I'm just going to completely change myself. Not for him. I don't want him to fall back in love with me again. Because I definitely don't deserve that treatment ever again. And that's why I'm so cutthroat with people now. Like, if anyone's less than perfect, I don't think it's worth my time. Because I'm so comfortable from that breakup, like, being able to be on my own. And I see how, like, great I am now. And how, like emotionally supportive I am to people too and I don't want that where it's not mutually beneficial where someone can't have a proper conversation with me and break up with me properly yeah it's just like blocked on everything never talk to me again and then gets over me like two months later
1: it's evil I think that's in in some way evil I know maybe that could have been Bryson's way of dealing with things but like man that's like this whole Instagram and stuff like that as well. This whole Instagram. I sound like The my fucking internet stuff. I know, fucking internet. I sound like my mommy. But like this whole Instagram stuff as well, like blocking and stuff like that. Yeah. It's just like, it, it's it, like in it, in general, Instagram has a huge impact on a lot of things, like on your daily life. Like, but like when it comes to someone that you lived with and you're in love with, like blocking, come on. It's like you're trying to like, block the person in real life but like blocking yeah. them on Instagram, you can't block all the the memories mm. they're still there like you know what i mean but
0: i tried to so I, every time i was uh would get drunk in dublin like this is for the whole summer and i was actually having a buzz and like not really thinking about him because i was like seeing people at the time anytime i got really really fucked up it was like 5am i tried to call him just to hear the beep 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 blocked sound just to make sure that i was still blocked this is, he's gonna like listen back to this and be like oh my god you fucking insane bitch but um I do think like lack of love and lack of closure does uh, I mean obscurity and probably insanity derives from lack of love and just lack of closure Th- that's what what made me insane I was to- a totally an emotional turmoil and I don't think that's like a- an excusable behavior now I would never like do that now where I'm literally clawing at someone for an answer but um I remember then at the end of summer I called him and he answered wow. and he answered and I was like I didn't know what to say. And I was like, hi, where are you? And uh, he was like, don't call me again. And then I was like, fuck. And then uh, it was, yeah, that was uh, like heartbreak all over again. I was like, fuck. And then I was blocked again, obviously. But I was like, why did he unblock me? And then it was the same thing where my mind was racing. It's like, maybe he unblocked me because he wants to talk to me. Maybe, but he literally, I don't know why he did that. He was probably testing me to be like, I wonder if she's still crazy or like still obsessed with me.
1: Yeah.
0: Just, yeah. But, um,
1: yeah, that's like that like I actually had tears in my eyes when you with it, but I knew if I start crying then you go <laughs> out, and I'm like Kim Kardashian crying. So I, I held it together there, but you did very well by holding it yeah, together. Yeah, Jesus. Oh my god, I'm
0: gonna need to cry now when I saw yeah, this. Yeah, I know
1: you did very well in holding that together. <laughs> I'm gonna be on that date with your man, I'm gonna be like Oh god. So you're gonna Oh God. Any anything that he does <laughs> He's gonna touch me wrong, I'll be like bah. Um, but yeah, no, I'm absolutely fine. Sometimes you need a good cry, girls, yeah, you know? Yeah, oh, girls, stop. Like, you do, though. It's like, it's good to, like, vocalise these things as well. Like, sure, even the other day. I had a meltdown. Yeah, yeah. I had an absolute meltdown.
0: We're, our emotions are heightened though because we just moved to a new place and like there's anxiety obviously with paying rent now and fucking finding new people to hang out with. Yeah. So we're it, just a bit more Exactly. Fragile. And as well
1: like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like being like kind of in a new surrounding and like, do you know what I find? what I found personally is like there was someone that I really did like um, back home. And uh like I never really dealt with the and this this goes out to Ellie Moncrief. <laughs> she told me that the reason why because I when I had my meltdown, I was talking to Ellie, because she's the guru of everything. She's so wise. She's just so wise. And I was talking to Ellie and Ellie was like If there's oh, a woman who can get over a breakup with her, oh, Jesus it's Christ. Ellie Moncrief. How does how does she do it? I don't know. I actually <laughs> don't, but like I really do take whatever she says into account and she made me realize that like in dublin so like i didn't deal with how i felt correctly now i i i do love to party and i love going out and socializing and stuff like that i didn't actually deal with it because like i am one for making jokes of how i feel do you know what i mean like i like and i don't think even you knew the depth of how sad i was about this person back home yeah and like this person like i was like it was like i sound crazy like it's like it was not even like we never went out like or anything like that but i definitely had like emotional connection with with them i thought on my on my part and i was talking to ellie and she was like the reason why you're feeling it so much more over in london because you probably moved thinking Oh my god! I'm moving now. I like I'm getting away from that person. And but you think you'd leave all your worries behind, but, leaving, it still but it's still. But it made you. me realise how actually attached I am to that person. Yeah. From moving, so it's like I moved country and my emotions heightened. But I wrote a letter and burnt it. Yeah, <laughs> no, the- we've, we've been doing spells here. So yeah. We're all so good. in the moon ritual, I wrote a letter to this person and I burnt it. Now, still, I am. I I'm so fond of this person, but. It's like, if you don't vocalize these things and analyze them, like they're going to come back and bite you in the ass. Yeah. You're going to, you yeah. know, and if you it,
0: don't deal with your emotions, they're going to come, it's going to like literally come back up yeah, to you and gonna later. and it's going to affect
1: your next relationships in some form. If you don't talk about them or if you don't like vote, like if you have these feelings brewing inside you that you didn't vocalize, like I don't think I had vocalized how severely hurt I was from that person in Dublin. Yeah. And then when I had that meltdown, it's like, I got everything out and it's like a weight lifted off your shoulders. It's, it's yeah. just talk about it. Just say how you're feeling. And like me and Keelan tend to analyze things way too much. <laughs> like we... No, you! Okay, me. <laughs> me. There I go again with the analyze. Uh, I analyze things way too much. Like I... like fucking... She picks apart every single word of every single
0: text. Like and I... I'm like, I didn't text Oh my today. God.
1: So I... I okay, so I, I'm kind of... I wouldn't say I'm like seeing them I don't really know I think the English word is dating which (laughs) I haven't heard that since I was I think my mum says dating but like this person I think I'm like dating them now they're English they're over here and he texted me the other day going hope you're having a nice week and I threw my phone and (laughs) went fucking asshole (laughs) (laughs) how dare he and Keelan was like what? (laughs) and I was like He literally just texted me saying, hope you're having a nice week. Now, I was meant to see him in that week, which I did see him in that week. But I wasn't sure what day I was seeing him. But I threw my phone and went, fucking asshole. And she was like, "Emir, he's literally just told you to have a nice day. And I was like, no, I'm thrown in the towel. I was like, I am done. That night, I went to bed and I went, Keelan, I've thrown in the towel. I do not want to see this person again <laughs> and then the next day I wake up to a text being like hey do you want to do something tonight do you want to come over and I was like never mind never mind take, take back everything oh I it. was in the taxi straight away <laughs> I was in the taxi. Sure <laughs> red lipstick on red, red, mesh top on red lipstick on funny shaved yeah. cutie shaved oh bold. deodorant on Coochie Coochie smelling good smelling <laughs> looking good smelling, good smelling good feeling good but like yeah no it's, it's just mad like I like as I said me and Keelan's minds work completely differently so like for anyone who is like me and who is like severely anxious in some ways and pick apart just don't don't and like because like as well I mean in a different country I find what I find interesting is like Irish boys are a different breed yeah yeah Irish boys oh, are yeah. a different breed oh my god yeah like English boys or like I'm I don't know I haven't been with I'm an yeah. American boy but like they, they all have different ways of going about things and it's like when, especially when you're moving to a new country and you're meeting these boys. And when I'm getting a text being like, Hope you're having a nice week yeah. I'm like What does that mean Because I don't even think I've ever gotten a text like that yeah. From an Irish boy <laughs> I, <think, laughs> I don't think I've ever I'm gotten I'm literally that. getting
0: Dinner cooked for me For the first time In my whole life And I literally lived with someone And I was like That's mad Someone's cooking for me oh. And everyone was like Keelan your standards are so
1: low So low <laughs> Like the fact that like I thought Hope you're having a nice day Was like mean <laughs> Really <laughs> makes me realise The type of boys I was going for back home <laughs> <laughs> because i actually asked um our housemate's boyfriend he was over and we had a few drinks mm. and he's from essex and i was like so what do you think of this text and there's me like like blood boiling like yes. fume coming out of my ears and he was like oh, that's a really nice text like and i was like oh like every like, it's a nice text isn't it and then he was like oh right and then he goes jokes that's jokes oh that's jokes in it man in it in it man but yeah i don't know i think that like um talking about things definitely make things uh like i feel like i've just had a therapy session yeah fuck it's over an hour now so i'll leave it there Thanks guys for listening. Thanks guys. Now, if you want to be in a relationship, just hit me up on Instagram. Um, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. (laughs) I'm joking. joking, joking, It's gonna be all girls
0: probably that listen to this anyway. Love you guys. Hope you're okay and getting over your breakups. Okay, you'll get through it and you'll thrive and be a better person from it. Bye.